Hello and welcome to the latest Pensions Expert podcast. Last month, the Department for Work and Pensions published its consultation on the consolidation of defined benefit pension schemes. In particular, the government's seeking views on a new legislative framework for authorising and regulating DB super funds. And at the same time, the pensions regulator issued guidance with an assurance that cooperation with the watchdog will mitigate the risk of legal action later. So what is the outlook for DB commercial consolidation vehicles? Will early adopter nerves hold trustees back or are we likely to see significant change over the next year or so? I'm Sophia Imson and I'm joined today in the studio by Alex Hutton-Mills, Managing Director at Covenant Specialist Lincoln Pensions and Paul McGlone, President of the Society of Pension Professionals. Alex, firstly, what did you make of the DWP Superfund consultation? I think the first point and the the main point really is the fact that there's a recognition from the DWP that there's a need for a breadth of solutions and um, I think there are different opinions in the market as to the applicability of these new um, super fund or pension consolidation vehicles. So I'm I'm pleased actually there is a recognition of a need for um, flexibility in solutions. Um, I just think there will probably be more limited applicability than perhaps others think, primarily around um, weaker covenants and or situations situations where there might be transactions but any sort of recognition of that I think is a, is a good step forward. And Paul what were your thoughts on the consultation? I thought it was helpful I mean basically it, it showed what we expected which was a, a beefed up regulatory regime and starting to set out some of the details of what that might look like. Um, there are still lots of options in there so I think there's still quite a lot of work to do after the consultation closes before we get to what a final regime looks like and although it's a a good document I think there are some gaps in there so for example there's nothing in there at the moment about the sales process and what the consolidators can and can't say uh, in terms of risks and so on and I think that needs to be made clear at outset Uh, there's nothing in there about communication with members and what that might need to look like either before or during the transfer process and there's nothing in there about investment strategy so for example insurers are largely constrained by solvency too whereas trustees are pretty much unconstrained and and it looks as though consolidators will be as well. Now it's not that all of those gaps need to be filled but I think we've still got a little bit of work to go from where we are now to a final regime. And the document discussed a requirement for super funds to demonstrate at least a 99% uh, probability of paying or securing all members benefits in full. Could this potentially make it more difficult for schemes to access commercial consolidation vehicles? It could. I mean, the 99% is, in my view, the most important part of the consultation. And actually, it's really quite complicated because you've got to strike a balance between having something which is secure enough, but not too secure. So you do need to have a high degree of security so that the market's reliable to members. Um, But the issue is that too high a level of security means too high a price. And given that this solution only works for schemes that can afford the price of the consolidator but can't afford the price of the insurer, the more expensive that gets, the the narrower that band becomes and the fewer people who might fall into it. So, for example, if you were to say, let's make it less secure, let's bring that number down, lower security means you have a wider range of schemes that could go in, but that means you've got greater chance of a consolidator failing and nobody wants to see that. The DWP doesn't, the regulator doesn't, they would both be subject to criticism if a consolidator failed. And frankly, the market doesn't want to see that either. We've had enough bad press about pensions without seeing failing of a consolidator. And some say early adopter nerves might be holding back inflows to DB consolidators. 
So would you say that the consultation might help ease trustee nerves about being the first to jump or do you think that trustees will want to continue to wait for further clarity? I think most trustees will will wait. Um, they don't have a burning platform, so there's no need to move quickly. I think if the consultation had put forward a single framework, then they may be in a position to move ahead, but there are still lots of options in there. Um, so if I was a trustee, I think I'd wait unless I had a, a very good reason. And, and you may well have a good reason. If you imagine a situation with a weak sponsor at risk of immediate insolvency and perhaps a potential purchaser comes in and says we'll get you into a consolidator as part of the deal it would be very tempting to accept that rather than miss the boat but those will be the exceptions I think rather than the rule. And Alex switching from a sponsor covenant to a consolidated covenant is a big decision to make and it won't necessarily be the right solution for all pension funds. So what should schemes bear in mind when considering such a move? Actually, I'd, I'd echo just one of the comments that Paul made, that um, actually this isn't necessarily... Whilst there's flexibility in terms of who this, this may apply to, ultimately, I think in terms of early adopter, one of the benefits of being an early adopter is there's an opportunity sh- to shape the answer. Um, but it'll be very circumstance and scheme specific and transaction specific if it's in connection with the transaction. So, so just to your specific question about um, the exchange of the covenant, clearly that is a, a significant issue for um, the trustees to consider, but I think it's also a, a very significant issue for uh, employers as well um, on the basis that actually because it's a one-time severance of um, the link with the employer, the one thing that the employers will need to think about that, that that's not necessarily wrapped into an of the consultation at the moment is the reputational risk of an issue in the many years to come after they've done the deal and they've walked away, notwithstanding the fact that they've been um, given clearance on the basis that they've sought clearance. So um, clearly exchanging the covenant is complicated. It's not just about an an answer from a model. Um, You're really having to ask trustees to think about the covenant structure and the covenant access they have today versus the covenant access and the covenant structure they'll have through the pension consolidation vehicle over a long period of time subject to the 99% constraint that you've talked about. And and the framework around all of that is that's got to be in the context of um, the transaction or the decision being in members' interests. So it is a very complicated um, uh, question that the trustees are being asked to answer. And what were your thoughts on the pensions regulator's guidance um, that was issued at the same time as the consultation? I'm glad that actually you had um, consultation from the DWP as well as guidance from the regulator at the same time because um, there's less of a risk of dovetailing um, not happening. Um, I think it's it's helpful that they're focusing on guidance for the super funds, for the trustees and for employers. But uh, as ever, I think that the devil will be in the detail once the consultation period has ended and there may be further revisions to additional guidance that needs to be issued for um, for each of the stakeholders. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Paul. For more on DB Consolidation, please visit pensions-expert.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.